Well, welcome again to another podcast, and today I have a little story for you about birds. Uh, switch screens here. The story is, who taught the birds? You ever wonder, you know, wildlife? Who taught all this wildlife? They say it's instinct and a bird. Well, even if it's instinct, who put that instinct there? Who taught the birds? Kind of a interesting title for our story today. Uh, let's just look at it. Okay. Actually, our story is about a bird and a snake. <laughs> oh, there's always seems to be a snake in some stories. Well, just returning from South Africa, Uncle Edward had a wonderful story to tell his nieces and nephews. And by the way, this story is really for children, but us adults can uh, enjoy it as well. I'll tell you a snake story, but it's actually about birds. Said the young man, One beautiful morning I roamed off as usual, with gun over my shoulder and my lunch in my pocket, in search of game. I was a hunter. After a while, feeling rather tired and very hungry, I sat down uh, on a fallen tree to rest and eat my lunch. While sitting there, my attention was attracted by the cries of a bird, which was fluttering over in leaves in the leafy spot, doubtlessly her tiny nest. You know, she was in great distress, and I could help, I couldn't help her, uh, raising to see her. If possible, uh, the cause of her trouble. I wanted to see what it was. I found out, creeping slowly along towards the trees, was one of the most venomous snakes in South Africa. With its small, glittering eyes fixed on the bird and its forked tongue uh, darting quickly out and in, soon I saw a curious thing happen. The male bird flew quickly away. In a little while, I saw him return with a small twig covering, covered with leaves in his beak. Perching near the nest, I, I laid, uh, he laid the twig carefully across it, covering his mates and his little young. Then taking his place, on one of the topmost branches of the tree, he seemed to grow quiet, and there awaited the approach, the approaching of the enemy. By the time the snake had reached the spot, uh, he twisted himself around the trunk and climbed up the tree. Then, gliding along the branches, he came close to the nest and lifted his venom head, ready to dart upon the poor birds. His small, glittering eyes watched the nest for a moment, and then Uncle Edward paused, but the children hurried him on with the story, then suddenly throwing his head back, as if he had received some sudden blow, he turned around and made his way down the tree and disappeared into the long grass. I climbed up the tree and examined the little broken branch. 
I carried it home and told the whole story to a native friend showing him the twig. I learned from him that it had been picked by the bird from a bush which is poisonous to the snake and which he is never known to touch. The little helpless creature had used it as a shield of defense. You know, Satan is called in Scripture that old serpent. He is intended on the destruction of man and women and boys and girls. Helpless as the birds against his attack and cleverness. We are helpless against him. We need a defense. But God has told us in his word of the tree that is poisonous to our enemies and is certainly protection for us, old and young. I mean the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. He was hung on a tree. That's what the scripture says. It was made of wood, and he died there. Christ, his own self, bore our sins in his body uh, on the tree. 1 Peter 2, 24. With his stripes we are healed. Isaiah 53, 5. Isn't it wonderful that the gracious God should teach the birds about the tree uh, where it may help itself uh, to a healing branch? You know, it's less wonderful uh, that he has provided the cross and great salvation accompanies there by the Lord, accomplished there by the Lord Jesus Christ for us. No, it is the most remarkable fact in the universe that the Son of God loved me and gave himself for me, Galatians 2.20, and that salvation is uh, for whoever will, will you? That's the question. In this was the manifestation of the love of God towards us, because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world that we might live through him, 1 John 4, 9. But as many as receive him, to them he gave the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, John 1, 12. Well, my little ones, and even you adults out there, just think about it. That little bird knew it was in him. God had put it in him to go get that poisonous uh, limb and put it in front of that snake just to turn him around and save his family. Well, God wants to save his family, and he has put the Lord Jesus Christ between us and our sin. You know, Jesus Christ bore our sins in his body on the tree, on that tree, that special tree. It's called the cross of Calvary. He died for you and he died for me. Oh, what a precious gift. Will you receive it today? If you don't, it's, it's all up to you. Just remember, we are full of sin. And the only way to get rid of our sin is to put it on the Lord Jesus Christ. Allow him to be your uh, propitiation. It's a big word, but it means a substitute. 
he took our place and died for us. You know, he became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God, that we could be accepted into well-beloved. Well, just think about these things, my friends. I'm going to leave you now. I'm going to end my podcast like I always do. God is out here. We know he is, and we can find him in our Bible. All we have to do is pick it up and read it. And there's so many wonderful things to read in God's Word. So with that said, bye for now. Until next time, Lord bless. Bye now.